Hey, welcome back to the We Don't Play podcast. Right now, it's about to be crazy. I'm about to call somebody in Nigeria. So you guys better stay tuned. There's so much that we're going to learn about him. His name is Kumi. And he's going to talk a lot about the game development and esports ecosystem in Nigeria. So you guys got to prepare for this one. It's not going to be our regular, regular kind of talk. So stay tuned because it's a lot of information that you probably haven't heard before. So you need to stay tuned and watch this happen. So everybody stay tuned. We're about to call him. Oh, he said missed it. So we're about to try again. Here we go. Hello? Hey, how are you? Good. Good to hear from you. Yeah. yeah. What time is it over there right now? Uh, oh, okay. It's 6.08. Sorry, 9.08 a.m. here. Okay. Yes, okay. sir. Um, my name is Favor. First of all, and um, I just wanted to welcome you to the podcast interview. Um, I reached out to you on LinkedIn because we've spoken before and I was very intrigued by the post that you posted on LinkedIn. So I have a couple of questions, but before we get there, I wanted to see how you can introduce yourself, let people know who you are. And from there, we can, you know, take it off from there. What what led you to building this or founding this in um, two thousand and seven? It didn't come to me in two thousand and seven. I remember when I was like ten years old. I watched a movie called The Wizard. The Wizard was a, a movie by um, Fred Savage. That was when they released um, Super Mario Bros. Three. Mm. After watching that movie, there was. In the movie, there was, there was like, an esports tournament there. They were playing the, the, the last game they played was Super Mario Bros. 3, so I was very, very excited. And I think after that, I got my first Sega Mega Drive, and then my Nintendo came. From there, I started playing games. And the movie never left my head. So anytime I'm talking to people, I'm always like, oh, I'm going to do a very big gaming competition in the future. You know, I'm going to be doing that. You know, it was, it was like, I was joking then, and then I took it so serious. And immediately I left school in 2005 when I finished university. I uh, I went to Katina um, State to NYSC. So when I got back in 2006, I just registered the company. 
outside boy entertainment and then he kicked off immediately. Wow. Did you have any invest investors, um, people that would help you carry on the vision or you already had it when you were 10 years old and you knew what you wanted to do? Okay, um, I had no investors. It was, I, I think it was just passion. I didn't know what I was getting into. So mm. I thought it was oh, going to be something easy and uh, you know, I'll, I'll get people to buy tickets and I'll, I'll make money off buying tickets. Nah, it didn't work that way. Uh, I think the first investor I had, which was by force, was my dad. My my brother-in-law forced my dad to give me 100,000 naira in 2007. Okay. So we tried to use that to do um, an event, which eventually failed because we had a partnership with um, a TV station called Nigeria. Then Nigeria was the hottest TV station then. Uh, they were supposed to help us um, with the media publicity. And then three days before the event, they just woke up and said they were not interested. Wow. And everything was collapsed. So the first event didn't work. 2008, we tried another one, it didn't work. So uh, I, I paused for a while. Then something happened. I went for a seminar, a business seminar in my church. And then from there, I, I, I spoke to the, the guy that came to and then he gave me some points to follow and then I followed those points and then I got back on track and I met with a couple of people and when we were, were um, yeah okay I met with a company called Spodos Spodos was an animation company then they were way ahead of their times too we were building animations in Nigeria so I, they also were interested in gaming so I spoke with them and I was like you guys were in the same industry, people that like animation like gaming, and they were like, yes, it's, it's true, so let's do something together. So we had our first event in 2012. But before we had the event, I told them, I said, see, we're basically not going to make any money at least the first three years of us doing this. So it's going to be us pumping in whatever resources we have, money, friends that are going to give us um, consoles, uh, people that are going to give us venue, we just have to start looking for favors here and there. So when we're able to do that, one day we might we'll be able to get sponsored. So that was in 2012. That's what I told them, and then we all came together. So we had our first event that same day. LG was having a gaming tournament, and at the end of the day, uh, LG had 25 people come to their tournament, and then we had like 350 people come to us. So we were wow. very excited. Oh yeah. This is this is like uh, this is like the calling. That's that's how it's going to start. So we, we did that constantly around Lagos for, and I think we did one in Abuja for the next three years. And then in 2015 we hit our first jackpot, which was exactly three years that I said we hit our first um, opportunity with um, a company called Connect Marketing. They have they had an event called Tech Plus. Tech Plus is a tech event that has a gaming section. So um, they hired us to be their gaming technical partner. That was our first time somebody called up for a major event and then they paid us one million naira for it and we were very excited. And since then, doors just started opening. Different people started calling us for events. Um, we partnered with Comic Lagos Comic Con. 
2015 also. Uh, from there, we also met the guys at West African Gaming Expo, which from West African Gaming Expo, we got our connect in Cote d'Ivoire that has a tournament. We normally go there every year. So it's just been wonderful since that break in 2015. A lot of doors just started opening. Wow. Wow. You know, the three years that you mentioned is powerful because you manifested it before it happened. And whoever was on your team had the same vision because if they couldn't carry the vision, then you can't hold it um, for that long. Yeah, I, had, I, 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 I had someone with me then, who's on my audio, you know, he's, um, he's, when I spoke to him, he was the guy that they assigned to me from Spodos. And when 2015 came and it happened, he came and said, how did you know that it would take three years? I said, I don't, that was what came to my mind. And I was like, we have to work hard for at least three. And that time, people were hammering it in my head that if you open a company in Nigeria and you're able to sustain it for the first two years, and that the third year, if you don't have investors, then your company is going to die. So I gave it that lifespan to and said, okay, I'm sure three years from now, with hard work and labor, we'll get somewhere. And it paid off. Wow, that's impressive. So what's a day in the life now? Like, how do Nigerians consume this gaming system compared to, like, LG and other companies that probably are competing with you now? Oh, uh, well, it's... Um, we're just trying to sell the culture in Nigeria. It's not yet very, very pronounced what gaming is. People are still trying to... People are still trying to find out what exactly we're doing. Um, we have a couple of companies that are trying to move directly into game development and esports this year because last year we brought in, we partnered with Epic Games last year. Okay. Um, they came, yeah, uh, into Nigeria for a two-day workshop to um, teach people how to use a software called Unreal Engine. So I think that pushed out a lot of awareness that okay, Nigeria is also doing something in gaming locally and internationally so we started getting calls from different companies saying okay what are you guys actually doing what's the roi how do we make money from this and also that was the opportunity we were waiting for because in nigeria if you go and meet these companies they won't listen to you but when they see something out there and they call you then they'll be able to listen to you so we, we mm. had a couple of calls and we started pitching to them how they are going to make money and how we are going to empower the youth in Nigeria that are skilled with gaming and animation and drawing and voiceovers, how we're going to build the industry that are going to let all these people fall under one umbrella and start uh, creating a career path for them. Again, they started listening to us. So we're very sure this year it's going to be very big in Nigeria, but aside that, it's, it's been difficult trying to push the gaming culture into Nigeria because there is no company you go to and pitch them. They, they, they think gaming is for children and they, right. can't, they can't evolve more than a play thing for them. So it, it, it pains me because Google is there. You can just Google this thing and then you will find, you 
find out what people are doing in gaming in other countries, how it even helps um, some economies to grow. Yeah. I know in Asian Asian countries, their governments are investing in them. They are building stadiums for esports. They are creating curriculum in school to teach people how to, to develop games and also be professional esports players. Wow. All these things are what we're trying to push to the Nigerian um, um, society. So that they can also see the benefits of gaming and it's not just for for kids to play at home so it's yeah. not easy but yeah yeah and I, another thing is because the nigerians are not used to that and it's not it's not common so the culture is not even defined as of now but because of the exposure of media and technology i believe they should be more open to the idea because there is so much that people haven't tapped into like you said the gaming industry is still new as far as development because people are still growing you know but i think if nigerians can open their minds more and see the importance of gaming as important as oil is then they will understand that the culture sets the tone for the marketplace and that also creates engagement and also builds youth programs because in Nigeria, it's usually cultural events, festivals that are raining, you know, food festivals and stuff like that. But you, I've never heard of a game festival, you know, like, so I believe what you're doing is great. And I love the idea. But at the same time, within the next five years now, let's say 2025, where do you see Nigeria? And where do you see your company in place of the market? Because definitely when people see what you're doing, some other people are going to try what you're doing. That's for sure. Or maybe copy your business yeah. model or replicate it into their own way. So how do you protect yourself legally and creatively so that you can be able to have a good um, benchmark? Okay, well, I, I, this particular discussion, I still had it with a friend of mine yesterday. He was also concerned on um, me protecting what I've been doing for the past 12 years. And I'm like, this is it. I'm not the only one that has to do it in Nigeria. In fact, I can never be the only one. I might be the first, but without other people coming on board, it cannot work for me. So I have other companies like um, um, the... Dr. Seed of Amazing Records, he has this company called Citizens Gaming. He just started an esports league called Nigerian, the MGES of Nigerian Esports League. Wow. I'm also supporting people like that. I am, I am, um, there, there is another community called um, Gamers Republic. They are also doing um, mobile gaming tournaments. Uh, we have people in Abuja. Uh, Alliance Gaming, we have people in the long tune of, of, of gamers. Now, all those people, what we're doing is we are helping each other achieve um, our goals together. Because if I stand alone and say I'm the only one that wants to do this, I'm definitely going to fail because I'm just going to me shouting. But if I work with other people in the industry, help them grow, We'll be able to spread more. And the truth is, it is unlimited. Fine, I might be the one that started it. And people might get to know me first. 
is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make my put my name in the history books. But at the end of the day, I still need to make sure that there are other people that are doing the same thing. Because if I'm the only one, then there's no point in investing in what only one person is doing. Right. Do you understand that? So I am in, in, in motion that I need to work with everybody that I can work with that vision that I have. Not somebody that is looking for money. If you're looking for money, I definitely will not work with you. But if you're looking to empower the youth, if you're looking to grow the industry of gaming, if you're looking to embed the culture of gaming into the youths of the Nigerian and the African, I will maybe use whatever I have to support you. But if you're just looking for money, definitely I will not. Because I started with nothing before I got to where I am. I have an arcade, I have a big office, I have people that, um, that work for me. That is hard work. Not me looking for money. I've invested my life in this. So if I'm not seeing somebody that has the passion of trying to grow the industry, it's going to be hard for me. So when it comes to um, patenting my work, I I really don't um, think it's necessary. What I do is I share my ideas with anybody that wants to share, that, that wants to go into it. If they can do it and I can't, it's not a problem. If I can do it, let me do it. We have a, um, an esports lawyer in Nigeria now. His name is um, Stevie Ojo. He's basically the only one doing esports um, esports law, and that is because wow. we are here. So that is showing that what we are doing is already affecting other sectors in Nigeria. Yeah. The guy doesn't want to go into any other law apart from esports. He said that is only um, thing he wants to do, and he advises us. Um, on everything you do so with all these people coming on but imagine how far Dr. Sid can use his fame to push his sports exactly I'm not going to be trying to yeah I'm not I'm not, I'm not going to be trying to push for him not being able to do it because he's fresh I have to also support him so that he can see that what I started has already started bringing other people even people that are not in my genre are started investing in the gaming um, world. So for me, anybody that wants to copy me, please feel free, jump on board. I need more people. The sky is the limit. It's too big. We we have to be plenty so that um, a lot of investors can see that what we are doing um, can bring them a lot of ground awareness and ROI. So yeah, I'm I'm really not bothered about other people coming on board. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see people jump on board. Ah, wow. I'm excited to see people jump on this too because this is something I've not heard about in Nigeria ever. And people that are not in Nigeria don't know what's going on in Nigeria. So this is great information because last time I was there was um, when I finished my youth service in 2016 because I served in Lagos. But at the time, I did not see anything like gaming. Maybe it was there or maybe I wasn't paying attention to it. But... I don't see how, like four years. It, it, it was there a little, but you know, it wasn't pronounced. I think 2016 was the second year of Tech Plus. 2015 was the first Tech Plus, which was the biggest gaming event in Nigeria. So it was still fresh. Oh. So you just left when it was starting. Wow. Wow. That's huge. I'm excited because a lot of Nigerians are very creative, they're very design tech savvy. And gaming is one thing that is a company people can use their creative expression to make games that are out of this world because you don't want to copy, you know, you don't want to copy the developers that are here 
you know, in other parts of the world, but you want to give yourself a platform that you can easily compete with anybody else that brings out their own gaming products. And that way, yeah. it now creates a revolutionary effect because now there's more variety and there's more room for growth because I know this 20s, in this 20s, there are going to be new developments. There are going to be new apps. There are going to be new ideas. So if people are open to the culture, then definitely I can see an outburst in anticipation for what is coming. Yeah, definitely. Which is already working because um, as you can see, what I posted on LinkedIn was a, um, a full um, 1080p 4K rendered game that can work on PS4, PC, and everything. And it's a Nigerian that made it. We already are pushing Nigerians to, um, to release the mobile gaming Candy Crush Subway Software rubbish they've been doing wow. for a while. And move on to the next, move on to the next stage. We, there are lots of companies in Nigeria right now. Not really companies. Let me see, there are lots of game developers. Are scattered around Nigeria, all trying to do something new. So we're trying to push them all to work together. You know, do something big that's going to come out of Nigeria, mm. and not just say, "Okay, I, I, I can do it alone. I can do it alone." And then what you do doesn't doesn't bring the quality that will go global. Right. Um, I I don't know if you've heard of this game called Smite. No. Smite is um, Smite is um. Smite is on the mobile and uh, PS4 game, I think. Okay. Yeah. And last year, they pushed in three new characters. Well, I think one and three, but I noticed three that are Nigerians. They put Nigerian gods in their game. Wow. And it sold fire. So, as in... They are already tapping into our culture while we are still sitting here trying to copy them. Hmm. I remember Resident Evil 5. Resident Evil 5 was based on um, a story that that had Nigerian um, culture in it. They were spending Naira, they had voodoo and everything. Resident Evil 5 was one of the best-selling Resident Evil ever. That's true. I remember Call of Duty Black Ops 2, where they put Lagos in their game when they came to rescue one senator. That game sold mad because it had African content in it. Yeah. So these people already know that the next place, the next place to get the stories from. Africa storytelling is based in Africa now. They finish everywhere. They've gone to space. They finish every other country, the Western country. But African stories have not yet been told. So they are moving here already. So before they finish doing it for us, why don't we start telling our stories ourselves so that we know that we are the ones that are pushing out quality entertainment? So I think that's what we are trying to do now. And we're hoping that the investors see us on time and are able to you know push in we have people like um unreal engine is looking forward to pushing supporting um yeah, developers in africa they have this um grant called the epic grant it's they opened 100 million dollars to game developers all over the world and they've included african countries so 
we are very sure that yes, these people are ready to listen to us and they are ready to support us. But that is still, those are still companies outside the African continent. Why not the ones that are here? Why can't they see? So we are trying as much as possible to shout it into their ears so that they can all know that yes, gaming is here to stay, gaming is a culture that is going to produce the next big industry in Africa and esports is going to spearhead that. So yeah Yeah, i hope so too because it was just the other day i was playing fifa 20 and i saw lagos as a location in one of the volta football stadiums yeah and it it sounds like a joke but it's it's not a joke because this game developers really took time to build that stage so i can only imagine like now ps5 is coming out this year so with the quality with the additions how is that also transforming the the culture of gaming in nigeria as far as people are advancing in the other worlds too well for um you should know your country there's nothing that comes out anywhere in the world that doesn't get nigeria Big game, big automobile, fashion, everything comes to Nigeria. So we are already, people are already getting tired and waiting for PS5 to come out. It is really going to affect um, a lot of things in the game because I know that I am one of the companies that that pushed um, PS4 in Nigeria because uh, it was quite expensive for people to move from PS2 to PS3, PS3 to PS4. Most um, local areas in Nigeria were still playing PS2 as of three years ago. Wow. But uh, yes. So what I what I what I did in my own location was I removed everything that had to do with PS2 and PS3. I left only PS4 there, and I made it as cheap as um, as they were playing PS2. So they were forced to advance which I've always been telling, which I've noticed that other um, arcade centers who have been doing in Nigeria, they have started pushing people into playing the advanced game because it was difficult um, spending over 120,000 to buy a console. So if they are finding it hard to, to buy it in their homes, why should we not make it easy for them to play in arcade centers? So we are most likely... Um, when PS5 comes out, we're going to do the same because yes, it's going to be expensive when it comes out, but we're going to make it almost available to them to play at a cheap um, price. And we're working with some um, financial institutions where, when you when the new game comes out, you can get it when it comes out and pay instrumentally for 12 months, which is going to make it easier for the Nigerian gamer to access. Yeah. So all those kind of things are already gearing up for it, which we think will be um, will inspire them to move from wherever they are to what's coming out next. So we expect them to also follow the trend in the new consoles come out. Mm. That's big. That's big. If Nigeria is like the powerhouse of gaining information first, what would you say the other countries around, like Ghana, there's Kenya, there's South Africa? Are they still having the same vision as Nigeria is having? Because that could build a world economy. But 
it has to start somewhere so have you seen other countries tapping into this idea or they're still not sure if that's a feasible plan to take on yeah yeah like if you if you mention the country like south africa south africa is um is big in, in gaming we, we were ahead of them um last three years ago but they passed us now number one was egypt egypt was um egypt's revenue in gaming in 2017 was 193 million dollars in 2018 they did 293 million dollars. Number two was Nigeria. Nigeria made in 2017 173 million dollars. And then in 2018, we dropped to 122 million dollars, which we now got to be number four. Now, South Africa was a hundred and eleven and went to 219 million dollars. They are now number two. The number three is Morocco. Number four is Nigeria. Now, if you look at this, the only reason Nigeria is number four is because we add esports into our economy. South Africa, Morocco, Egypt, they all have their government investing in esports. So it made it much more popular, not just to game, but to be a professional esports player. When Nigeria is just still doing video games, we have people that are buying video games for the esports. So when you combine esports and video games in Nigeria, you will find out that by 2022, or let's say end of 2021, Nigeria will either be number one or number two if mm. esports is involved. The other countries already have the vision. They are already going, but Nigeria is yet to catch up. Nigeria is only right now at the video game playing um, season. By the time we get to game development and esports, we will thrive over any other African country. I am 100% sure of that because with us not starting esports and and game development, we are already cutting out 122 million dollars. So when we have three of them under our roof. I'm sure we are going to sky, um, push number one, and then we are going to be the powerhouse of gaming and esports in Africa. Yeah, amen to that. That's that's the goal because Nigeria is known for so much. We're known for music, we're known for movies, we're known for fashion, and if we're known for gaming, that could attract Asian countries. You know, people that are already doing this ten times ahead of us, but because they see the zeal, they can be able to tap in, and which will help us elevate our own ad- advancement in technology. Yeah. yeah. They, 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 they Than, than console esports because you have easy access to mobile phones and you get to have 
um, expensive PCs or expensive consoles. Wow. People like Techno, people like Xiaomi, people like um, all those other um, telephone, uh, mobile phone companies are already creating mobile phones that are cheap but can do basically everything all the big and high-end phones are doing. So you're going to have a lot of more people buying mobile phones and a lot of more um, youths going into mobile esports because that is the easiest way to enter esports and that is the easy career path for them. So two, a year from now, we're going to see a heavy inflow of mobile esports in Nigeria because that is one thing we're focusing on. Um, we have some telcos that are coming in to even provide um, data packages for gamers, which will start by next month. So yeah, we're, we're, it's going to be huge, definitely. Wow, this is amazing. And I also think that it will be big for Nigeria to capitalize on music. Because if we can be able to integrate music with our games and then ship them out, export them, but the music that is playing yeah. is our own. For example, like FIFA, yeah. they just they just put um Gold Link and Malik Berry on the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. On the FIFA soundtrack. Uh, yeah. And in NBA they've been doing it for a long time. They always have their artists as soundtracks. So yeah. now Nigeria how are we going to integrate that music for royalties, for business, for just exposure in general? Is that something that you've thought about as well? Yeah, it's something that we've thought about and it's something we have actually just done a couple of months ago. Oh. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure you know Files. Yes. Okay, so this is supposed to be top secret. I hope you don't. <laughs> we- yeah, I don't get in trouble for this. So, a couple of months ago, um, we pitched to Files. They, they dropped an album with Lodge um, and um, Ajay Bota. Yeah. And uh, we, 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 we developed a fighting game for them where their, their album was playing as a background while you're fighting and basically from scratch using Unity, Unity access to the gaming tools. The game is now on Play Store, but they haven't really released it yet. I will send you a link to it after we finish talking. It is, it is done with a proper fighting game featuring Foul, Dodge, and Ajepita 22. Wow. So we already, we have, we've already passed that stage trying to do that. So it's just for us to get proper investors to make the game bigger. Because what we, what we did was a playable demo you can play the full game but it's still in, it's still a demo and it's on play store. So we already know that is important and we were able in place and we're just waiting for investors. Like I told you a couple of companies have reached out to us this year. We have pitched those companies and they are like, yes, they're interested in it, we're just waiting for them to get back to us so that we can take that off. Wow. Wow. This is amazing. I'm excited to hear all this because this is something that people don't know. People don't have any idea about what the gaming industry is doing now because it's so undermined apart from the fact that people that are in it know about it. But the people that don't know about gaming, like you said, they think it's for kids the same way they think TikTok is for kids or the same way they thought Facebook was for yeah. kids. You know, so it's, yeah. it's, it's a mentality that just needs to change. And with the right consistency that you have, integrating fashion music even the the clothes that they'll be wearing on the games you know those things are very elementary and they are 
they're they're in a way that when people look at they can be able to identify with their roots and also enjoy the game and also see the reason why people outside have been always trying to get content from us because we have so much resource they've not used everything yet but the much they've used we can we can tell them that ah there's more there's more we can do so this is a great initiative yeah this is a great initiative yeah so so that's that's basically it for now in nigeria and there's still more you know more countries more people are doing whatsapp groups you know uh immediately after call of duty mobile came out last year I've seen over 20 WhatsApp groups filled to the brim. I think 250 people each in each group wow. uh, coming together to play, um, play Call of Duty and PUBG. So, wow. like I said, esports is going to be big. Mobile esports is going to be number one. And I'm sure I'm, I'm prophesizing this again like I did two years from now. Nigeria is going to be the powerhouse of esports in Africa. Even South Africa is not going to be able to compete with us, even with all they have now. But South Africa is the powerhouse of esports in Africa now. They have everything. They have all, even Sony is there. Um, every other company is there opening up their stuff. And Nigeria doesn't have all that, and we are still coughing out the kind of money we were, we were using in gaming. So when this company starts seeing Nigeria for what it is as, as an opportunity to, to make money, will take over which is very short so yeah you should watch out for nigeria okay yeah watch out for nigeria you heard it first here on the we don't play podcast channel this is amazing i'm excited yeah. to hear what people will have in mind what kind of new game developments that are going to take place in the next year and with our final remarks what do you want to tell the nigerians or people in the world about what is coming Okay, so what I'm going to say is for um, Nigerians, I'll say um, for the elderly ones, let your children learn about gaming, animation, coding. Let them use this technology because that is the future of um, of um, entertainment and also career path for them. For the um, corporate bodies, invest in esports and gaming because globally esports is as big as Hollywood and if we're having that in Nigeria it is a very lucrative thing that is going to number one push money to your hands and also empower the youth and for the international people we need to get to Nigeria now this is the right time to come to Nigeria and start investing esports and game development section because it is an untapped source with endless possibilities so that is what I need to tell everyone Nigeria is here it's open, it's a fertile land in everything you need to get there right now awesome tell them where you can where they can find you, how best they can reach you if they have any questions or concerns or opportunities okay um you can, if you want to find out anything we're doing, you can go to our website, www.nijagameevo.com, which is N-A-I-J-A-G-A-M-E-V-O.com. If you want to reach me by email, it's kumi at 
NigeriaGameNetwork.com. It is K-U-N-N-I at NigeriaGameNetwork.com. On Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram, we are NigeriaGameNetwork.com, which is 9-J-E, number 9-J-A-G-A-N-E-E-Z-O. That's us. So if you want to reach out, do that. All the um, possible handles you can together so wow this is great news i I'm, i said it yesterday that this is going to be interesting and i've really learned a lot too because i've not understood that if like i don't know the volume of of how powerful this resource is outside but now that i've heard about it there's going to be a difference in how people will receive information so i'm hoping that everyone that listens to this can be able to take in and tap into the resource because there's so much information that you don't know and there's so much you can know that can help you because people are going to stocks, cryptocurrency, gaming is going to be another game changer, you know. So you have to look into yeah. those things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Awesome. It's a big way of entering the middle where each is already taking place in Nigeria. You already got getting things that people are betting on them to win and all. So it's a whole wow okay thank you so much for coming on this show i really appreciate your time You're welcome. You're and welcome. nice work from the end too thank you for pushing us out to the world no problem we have to do this for each other because we, this is a globe you know this is something that's going to be written in the history of time so like you said leaving a legacy is the most important thing and these are the, some of the things that people will be yeah. listening to in the years to come so i'm excited all right. all right thank you so much enjoy the rest of your day You're welcome. Bye. All right. bye so you heard it first from the amazing kumi this is actually something that I've not even thought about. I've not thought about it. There's, there's so much I was writing down as he was talking. And I have an idea. I have crazy ideas that I'm about to do something. <laughs> I'm about to do something with this idea because I'm not going to say it on here because I still got to develop it. But I know from the bottom of my heart that gaming has been something that i've seen evolve over time and now that everybody's experiencing it it's going to be great so i don't want to talk too much after this you've heard everything and i'm excited i'm excited i'm excited i don't know how excited you are but i'm mad excited because i know that this is going to take it's going to take a place in society that's going to create the space we need to build ourselves as an economy so go ahead download the game follow him follow us just keep listening and stay tuned because so much is coming your way and this we don't play podcast channel is just evolving this is just the beginning so stay tuned keep it locked and i'll see you on the next episode take care